1: Oh, nothing. What do you want to talk Where about, Kansas City, huh? I don't know. What's been going on since last time I saw you? Nothing. It's been kind of quiet, right? It's... Well, uh, watch sports. Watch yeah, some sports. Sports. And, I saw there was like that? some Premier League soccer, whatever that's called. Um, oh, yeah. I won a bet or last or night,
3: but you know, nothing
1: major. Oh, yeah? Well, nice. You want to bet? Would you go to the like, casino? I won like
3: 378 bucks on a football game. That was it. Oh, oh there you go. Betting on Little League again? No, oh, I got that this weekend.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, what about you, Snowcone? Nothing? Just Nothing. hanging out, chilling. Everyone yeah. was kind of quiet last night. Didn't, yeah. didn't hear Not a lot of texts between us? No. Well, and my no. phone. Did you see that? I, I do see, see uh,
3: uh, What? Belichick. Yeah, that's him. Did you see that he's getting a divorce? I did not see oh, anything about this. Right. Did you see this? Uh-uh. They said he's getting a divorce.
2: We should talk about that. We are. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> How hard do I don't know like. I am until you keep interrupting me. I'd like to finish the story. Uh, he, uh, he's getting a divorce, and they are worried about that. Like they're, they're, I don't know if they're doing like some sort of pre-legal action or something. Like discovery? But they're worried about what his wife is going to post on social media. So the owners are worried about okay, what she's going to post. Who's worried, right?
1: The owners, okay.
3: Which I'm like, well, what do you care, Kraft? Like, we all know you get in massage parlors. Like, I don't know what he could be into or what he did, unless it's
1: like could it just be toxic work environment. Jimmy well, with Fallon his wife, kind of though. Stuff? I don't know, like, if, just I if think anybody hiding plays allegations. The, well, I think anybody who or, plays
3: for the Patriots knows that's a toxic work right, environment. Right, you would assume I mean,
1: so. You would assume.
3: I don't think football coaches get in trouble for that.
1: Yeah, so what would it be?
3: I don't know. Like, is he into kinky stuff, or is there, like, physical stuff? I don't know. But I just thought that was odd.
1: That is odd. I mean, I, I didn't know anything about it. I just see headlines here. Um, but I don't see anything about the text messages. Well, I uh, said you're worried about her it's social media. Okay. So, wait, so. is it his wife or is it a girlfriend? It might be a long okay, time this girlfriend or up something. Up yeah, with girlfriend here.
3: Okay. Maybe a long time or something?
1: Yeah. I mean, if they're talking about. Do they, do they have kids together? I'm that, guessing. I, that I don't know. If they're talking about kids in this But same they might, stories. like, I think I read that they were together over 10 years or something, so whatever. Uh, he and his long time girlfriend called it uh, quits, but this doesn't say. Oh, here you go. Um. They've been involved in a drawn out back and forth breakup for nearly a year. Right. Okay. They they're they're worried about what question. she's going to release oh, on it. Boy, oh boy! Social well, media. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy, though, who would be going home and complaining about work. To he his seems like he could be
3: the kind of guy who would be like, but well, you know what? I don't want to guess." You know, I mean, I do want to guess, but I mean, he seems like he could be the kind of guy who does a lot of, you know, shut the f up.
1: That. I you know, you do see. what I tell you, right. blah, that exactly. kind of stuff. You know what that I mean? That would make like, more sense. I just, I would be, or much, it could be
3: the guy who's so reserved that he's just really into weird stuff. Well, that could be. You know the I mean, case that's too. the other thing too. Like, you know, you know
1: those guys. Yeah.
3: You know, they're in charge, and they're in charge of so many people and so much pressure, so when they get home, they just want to get pegged and hit in the back of the head with a board or something. No, that's me, no. but, I mean, you know. <laughs>
1: talking to him. <laughs> uh, but it, it seems like the I unlikely thing it. would be that he came home and said, like, you know, Brady sucks. He's an a-hole. Oh, I, I mean, right. he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would do that, though, just because he's so quiet. But he, maybe but if they were maybe tie, he does it with you know, her. maybe he
3: texted her like right. this idiot. He's like, he doesn't and know she's what she's going to release that. About. That would be really right. crazy if it was right. like, you know, without me, Brady would be exactly. nothing, and he thinks he's going to leave. That would be crazy talk.
1: Right. But, and that's the kind of thing I might. Also, just let me say again, him.
3: ladies, amen. Both of you, if you're in a relationship, it doesn't matter how south it goes, you don't have to post those text messages no, on don't. social media. Just keep them between yourselves. Yes. Right? Like, why all the time is that? Like, you almost like, can't break up with anyone because they're like, well, if you made some mistakes. Yes. That's clearly going on the ground.
1: It's a hostage situation right? like, yeah. for a lot of people. Right. Absolutely. And also, I'd, now look, maybe this is wrong, Lazo. I take it a step further and say, you know, no matter how long you've been in this relationship and how much you trust the person, careful what you say when you get home. Yeah, Because your job might last longer than your relationship. Your friendships right. might but that's, last longer that's than this relationship. That's bad that if you
3: think now, because of social media, yes, you can't be as open and honest with the person that you're supposed to be the most open and honest with, because you're afraid that's true. if this goes south, then it's just going to be posted on Instagram. Yeah, like, that's true. I mean... But it
1: definitely is something that, you know, without social media, I guess it would be different. Not that they could... And, and you guys know I don't people, people, do
3: dating apps, because uh, when I first got divorced, you know, my ex-wife told me, oh, I you know, some people messaged me and told me you matched with them. I'm like, well... Right. What am I going to say now? Like, there's nothing... I, I, I
1: can't text you, no you anything, right? It's just, yep. it, where's it going to go? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So I don't and even do it. And I, mean, I think it's a little different to being on the radio, but still, the, it, it's a combination of those things. Yeah, and, just and, like whatever you do is going to be out there. It'd be one thing if you were in a relationship pre social media and you were worried that she's going to tell your best friend that you think he's an a hole or that right. he said that you know, he did something, he cheated on his wife while you were in Thailand, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it is. every time you drop the but, ball, it's
3: just going to be a big
1: deal. You yeah. know what I mean? Now with social media. Yeah, just don't do that, though. It, it's not even, it, it should not be a spoken rule. It should be so obviously an unspoken rule. That it almost feels like revenge porn. We have laws against right. revenge porn, but right? It,
3: why isn't that revenge porn? So if porn? you
1: say if we're in a relationship, there should be some sort of confidentiality that is right. assumed between these two parties, or we're cohabitating. Shouldn't I don't think you should have to be married, right? If you I don't right. know how long he was with this so girlfriend. not You're right. Right, and then that's it. And then if she says anything, you could get in some sort of trouble right. for that. So
3: right? now you're just in a relationship you don't want to be in, just running the ball out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to end the clock there. You know, you're not happy. Right. You know. I mean, I don't really remember, was that... No, You
1: know, you're just taking the knee to her or whatever, I, I don't know. Or jo- was Jonah Hill, was that, that was his ex that was posting yeah, that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right, because he he was with someone and had a baby or something, right? That's what it was, so she waited no, a while. No, I don't think so. He had a, um, I think he had a baby, didn't he, Snowcone? No. He got. Didn't he meet a new girl and a baby? a new baby? girl, oh, that's when, when she got pregnant. pregnant. Oh, oh she's yeah, pregnant. the new girl was pregnant. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. So it took a while for the ex to yeah. post that stuff. on. And then what, did, what was her thing? She claimed, like, what? Oh, I was just trying to help other victims right. out there or something. It's like, that's right. not what I think you were doing. I, look, I'm not inside your head, but if that is what you're trying to do, that's eh, not, not a good that's way to doing it. No. Yeah. Just don't do that. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, well, Belichick, you know, you know. I never liked that. Anytime guy, but... you're there, it's risky. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: You're in a relationship and you're sending taxes, you shouldn't be, but it is, you know, it's like, I don't know, going for it on fourth and five in your own end zone. Like, I mean, it's just tough. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to take risks like that. Those are tough decisions, you Mm -hmm. know. What are you going to do? Sometimes you have to. Sometimes, you know, everyone's going to second guess you, that's for sure. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. So, well, Belichick, I've never been a big fan of yours, but uh, I still don't think you deserve uh, to be (laughs) whatever, revenge slandered. (laughs) There There needs to be a word for it, a term for it. I still am trying to figure out how long he's been with her. Because I'm wondering if if they had kids together, and if so, I wonder why he never married her. You know, if they were together a long time, and she is the mother of his kids, well, then I don't know. What I, mean. I wonder if he had some reasoning though. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of well, times, I don't know, man, maybe he's just money it, it or, or you know, yeah, money or he yeah, didn't want,
3: you know. And again, maybe she's going to release you know sexual stuff like he's into biting
1: kneecaps or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a pretty big matzo ball hanging out there, if that's what it is. But I do think you can get past that. I mean, uh, Rex, uh, uh, I mean, that's not like so bad, though, just taking videos of his wife's feet outside of the car window. But uh, when Rex, it was Rex Ryan, right? Rex yeah. Uh, and wasn't it, was it Edelman who did the press conference? Yeah, with
3: the. the right, he's got to one references foot forward. To feet. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one foot in front he's of each other. One foot in front of the other,
1: you know. It's all about just keeping our feet on the ground. And Belichick
3: and... did suspend him for that, so.
1: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, so maybe he's like, "Oh, we're not starting this game. Uh-uh, we're no, not no, talking no, about no, news. No, 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 uh-uh. we're, we're not doing this. Look, that poor guy. You know, he and I may not be very close, but this right. is—you uh, can't do this. But well, we—this is close this is, to home. This is this is hitting close right. to home. Yeah." The Church of How you doing, man? You know, I'm all right. Good it's Friday.
3: Yeah, right. Forward to the big game. Nice tomorrow. out. Yeah. yeah, it's nice out. Sunny. Get more sky that way.
1: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look, nice. man, you don't have to look at me. You can. I'm not looking at anybody. You can talk to Snow. Oh, Co. there's Chris Snow Jones Co. there.
3: Yeah. Was this a bad look for Jones and KC? Chris Jones attends Chiefs loss amid holdout.
0: I
1: thought he they looks gonna, good there, man. I thought man. they were going to address the, uh, is it a bad look because he's wearing blue like you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't he see was... him wearing blue. He had a blue hat on.
3: But, don't... you know, I I didn't see anybody else notice it, so I'm probably just reading too much into it. I just expected him to have like a Chiefs hat or something on.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially Boone, it's not that it was blue. It's just kind of... But yeah, whatever. but now I'm sure you it's look true. at it
3: it's like, you know, the front so of was it was white, it. so yeah. he might not have even thought about it when he grabbed yeah. it.
1: Yeah. There were a lot of lines. He looked good now. last night. I, at least, I I was thinking, I don't know, maybe the, you know, by the co- way, colors man, just contrast, but there were a lot of lines. Well, let me just game. say
3: this and get it off my chest. Because I listen to a lot of sports talk and a lot of local sports talk. And I read a lot of X and Chiefs fans. Pay Chris Jones. The fact that owners of the NFL have convinced fans that the players are greedy is beyond me. And when I hear, you know, whoever the morning show is on 610 and I'm talking about how just trade Chris, get rid of Chris Jones, I, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? He's a top 10 player in the NFL. And like, well, he's under... Well, people restructure contracts constantly. Of course. Pay him his money. Yep. Pay him his money. And you have it. Yep. You're the Hunts. You have generational wealth forever. And... Chris Jones, the first one in his family to make money. Pay him what he's worth. Yep. Pay him. Like, I I don't get it. And the, the way in sports, the owners have been so good at getting regular people... To side with corporations and against labor is beyond me. It is really beyond me. I, I, pay Chris Jones' money. Yeah. He's a top 10 football player, period. That's it. Not a top 10 defensive lineman. He's a top 10 football player. Pay him. Yeah. And people are like, well, he should be at the game. No. Yeah, he should be. Because they should have paid him. Yep. Just pay him. Yep. He's saying, I've done a really, really, really good job for you. I'm the seventh paid Seventh highest paid defensive lineman when I'm a tenth best player in the NFL,
1: pay me my money. Yep. And I'll be here. I'm I don't totally get it. You. You're not going to get any arguments from me. But I think it's also just an American problem that leads outside of football. How, that, that CEOs and rich people in general have of convinced course. Americans. Have you guys, did you watch that
3: Netflix? It makes me so angry, man, when I see people talking smack on Chris Jones. Like, give him his money. He right. deserves it.
1: Right. He deserves it. And it's not like the team is not selling a lot of merch right now. And of you talk course, about the generational and TV wealth, deals, things, and, and, and everything the else. stuff that's being sold. I mean, not just nationally. The stuff's being sold all over. You when know? people were like, you know,
3: I'm going to talk about it. but like, ah, oh, the defense
1: did fine without him. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then, you know. Okay. You know. Okay. Didn't look like a defense that wouldn't have maybe. I mean, yeah, no, you didn't give up. You didn't
3: give up a a, a lot of points, but boy, you probably could have used them when they were running out the clock there. Yeah. Probably might might have been nice to be up there on a fake punt on their own twenty. Yeah. And you know, here's the other thing: you keep giving. If you, as any team, this isn't just as the Chiefs. This is any business. If you continue to let the best people in your corporation leave. You may survive for a while, but eventually you're going to be at work and you're going to look around and realize you don't have any superstars here. Yep. Or you have one with nobody else to help them. Yep. You can't continue to let great people go and think that you're going to stay at the same level. You just can't. You really can't. And if I was Mahomes, I'd be even more mad. Of course. because I've, I've, Now, people can correct me because I don't keep track of the salary cap and all those things like other people do. But I'm pretty sure everybody said Mahomes left money on the table. He said he did. Right. To get people and keep them. Mm-hmm. Well, the big people that I've seen leave are Tyreek Hill and you're not paying Chris Jones. So where's that money? Yep. If, it, if I were Mahomes, I'd be like, if you're not going to pay one of these two guys, then give me the money back. Because mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's now making more money than me. Yep. So if you're not going to keep people and you're just going to have me run around and throw it to people who can't catch, yeah, then give me the money.
1: Yeah,
3: Right? Because yeah. I thought I left money on the table so that we could sign these guys and that we could make a run at it. But all I hear is Chris Jones is greedy, Chris Jones is greedy, Chris Jones is greedy. No, Chris Jones wants what he's worth, and he's worth it. So there you go. That and that's a bigger thing than just football. It absolutely That's is. like corporations. America has a problem making people think that they're greedy for yeah. wanting what they're worth.
1: It's it, it's uh, and we, it's insane. And we don't get upset. Now you may say, "Oh no, people complain." Not really. We don't complain when CEOs make these astronomical Paychecks uh, that they make. And you can make the argument, well, they're, you know, they're worth it to some of them. But I was watching that uh, – did you watch the Netflix documentary about Carlos Ghosn, the guy that ran Nissan, and they would have right, to run and right. go on. They were talking about You know, he also was running Renault in France, and they, they found out what his uh, salary was going to be. You know, I don't remember what it was, uh, four, right. 4 million francs or something, whatever. But the press was all over him. Like, how could you right. possibly think that it's okay to make this much more than your employees? And they were saying, "Well, this was also a huge problem in Japan because the culture there is totally different." I'm thinking France, Japan; those seem like pretty advanced, wealthy nations, right? right. And here it is; they're talking about you know these salaries that are much closer right. to what the average labor is making right. than what a lot of them are here right. to CEOs. And, and that's so what we angry do. bitch about variety.
3: CEOs' salaries, we do, but we, when it comes to a strike. Or oh, when it comes to somebody that's not coming out of work, all, it's always then that labor is the greedy one. Of course. And why is why is Chris Jones the greedy one and the Hunt family not?
1: Yeah. Why aren't they the greedy ones? Yeah, I don't know. It's, right? it's, it's It's just like convincing people that global warming isn't real, right? I mean, I don't know how they do it, but you get people to believe that they're somehow on the rich person's team. You've said it before, Lazo. The, the These people believe I'm more like that rich person than I am the laborer. Yeah. Because maybe one day I'll be rich anymore, or at least right. I think more like him. I get yeah, it. Right. temporarily
3: embarrassed. And, no right, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Temporarily, temporarily embarrassed, embarrassed, billionaires, right.
1: and you know
3: he ain't Chris Jones. Yep. You're not going to be Chris Jones. You're never going to be Chris Jones. No one's going to be Chris Jones. Chris Jones is Chris Jones. Yep. And he's good, really he's good at football and young. what he does. And he deserves to get paid. Yeah. But so pay him. Yeah. If everybody's saying the defense is good, okay. Okay. You know, and the offense was just as good without Tyreek. Okay. And the offense just as good without Juju. And Okay. Well,
0: if you, if all of a sudden
3: those happen, stars are leaving, sitting on the sidelines watching the game from somewhere else.
1: You're going to hit a breaking okay. point. Because I know the
3: offense point. was really good, and they won a Super Bowl last year without Tyreek. They could have used him last night.
1: Yep. Absolutely. They could have used him last night. Yep. Absolutely. Speaking of which, I mean, look, all right, let's just get this out of the way. Hmm. Since we've been dancing around it. I don't know what you're talking about. <clears throat> what did you learn? I'm just telling you I'm a Chiefs fan, but more than that, I'm a Chris Jones fan. I know you're a Chiefs fan. That's why I'm asking. As a fan, what did you learn last night? I learned the same that you, thing that everybody did, gotta right? Learn, I mean Chris. got to pay Chris Jones. got to Chris Jones. And
3: I know it came out afterwards that everybody on X was saying, you know, we look good without Chris Jones. Don't need Chris Jones. And I'm just thinking, you know, I don't get it, man. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. And how he became the villain in this, you know, you could have signed him a long time ago. And this will be over. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Really, if we talk about it, I don't know that the Lions are that good. I really don't. What good. I do know is that they believe they are. Mm-hmm. And that's half the battle. Like, I don't know if they played the Chiefs ten times. You know, I don't think they'd, they'd probably not win five of them, you know. But last night they believed. Yeah. Right? They believed that they could. You had. I thought it was funny because Nick name-dropped making fun of me the day before, of the guys the Lions drafted. Mm. And those guys by name, Jack Campbell, comes up with a rookie Iowa linebacker that Nick's like stupid draft pick. I mean, he came up with that, uh, like, out of the blue, there's the play. Jameer Gibbs, the pick six, was, you know, a a rookie uh, cornerback. So, uh, you know, I I think the Lions are pretty good. I I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. You could um,
1: tell you could see it from the they, believed. they came out there. They wanted it and they, they believed wanted it. You could see it. Yeah. I mean, it's they not believed. It's not often you see the defense of the opposing I mean, team out there Jared trying to get had, the crowd you know going. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it. nice to
3: see him win in Jared Head. Jared Head. You know, and it's nice, you know. I mean, he's 2 and 0 oh against Mahomes basically. You know, it's okay. He's got his number. Look, hey, Brady he's had his,
1: his Eli. Yeah, that's right. Mahomes has got his Jared. It's okay. Yep. Right? And that might be, you know, the biggest thing that ever happens to Jared is that he's, he's got Mahomes' numbers. I saw you know, people saying people would.
3: Some, this is the thing that sometimes makes me angry about Chiefs fans. It's fine. I get it. And I do root for the Chiefs. And nobody hated me more last night, I tweeted, than Chacho, my son, <laughs> who is a huge Chiefs fan, loves him, born here, has all the jerseys, right? Wears them to school. That's his thing, man. Right? Where's number 95 on the field for Chris Jones? Right? Um, but nobody was more annoyed with me than him. He just went to bed with two minutes left, so I can't stand you or this. I believe can't, that. Can't. I believe I'm that. going to bed. Judging, Judging by the... Shower, d- I'm going to bed. And usually comes down home. and gives me, a, gives me a hug. I'm like, good night. <laughs> no, Nothing, man. No I went
1: upstairs. <laughs> I was watching... Watch a little bit of the post. I went up. He just laid it back. (laughs) I didn't want to talk to you, man. Don't need to say goodnight. It looked like, judging by that text thread you had going on last night, too, when I got home, that some other people went to bed, too. I didn't see uh, a lot of responses. I don't know where Snowcone was, but uh, I figured he'd be watching the game. I texted. I'm just saying, I don't know where you went to watch it. Did you go out to watch it? Oh, I saw a picture of you. It looked like maybe you were sitting at a restaurant or something. Went out with uh, SpongeBob Taylor down to Crossroads. Okay. Hmm. Nice. But, yeah. I mean, I thought the Lions wanted it. Yeah and it's and it, it helped you got the, the national, national media saying a, people are hopeful for them a, this and year. as
3: you watched it you know and people were excited about you know i it was i do say chiefs fans not all of them but a lot of them it's almost like and i know you guys got mad at me but there's a lot of fans who follow the chiefs who love the chiefs who don't know football yeah it's me and that's okay uh but at, at this point it almost feels like a cubs game mm. you know what i mean like you're like well you know you don't really know the rules. And that's okay. I'm not gatekeeping football. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like they're like, you guys will never get to a Super Bowl as long as Jared Goff's your quarterback. And I'm like, he literally went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? That's like, an important he thing. He to literally there. did. Like, yeah. why are yeah. you that makes no sense. You don't now, need to be a history. He didn't buff. win, but it was right. only a few years ago. He yeah. literally not that long. Went ago. to the
1: Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah that's, right? that's a that's a pretty ridiculous one. But, but it's but not it's just time. Chiefs fans. I saw that thing you were reading off yesterday. Hey. You know, they were ma- taking the same shots, and I, I will say that people didn't. And I would seem say ninety nine percent
3: so. of the Chiefs fans are great. And it seemed you know, like know, everyone was great.
1: getting along last night. You know. Look, it's not like it was a playoff game and everyone's devastated, sure. you know, there's still a, no one wants to lose. Yeah. But it seemed like everyone was getting along. I was sitting next to uh Lions fans. Uh there was they a had a lot of them tickets. There it, looked like. there it looked like a lot to me. And I again, I I thought well, maybe blue and red just really contrast and I and I noticed it, but man, it looked yeah. like a lot. It looked like a lot of Detroit fans. You see mm. those games sometimes where you expect them, you know that it's some of, you know, those those teams will have the fan clubs. This is our away game that we're all yeah. going to go to. Mm-hmm. Steelers fans travel really well. There's they certain do. groups that you just expect to show up. Right, But there were a lot I of think, blue- shirts out Man, there, that city lot. is
3: so starved for them to be good. They're excited. Yeah. So starved for and, them congrats, to be good. Man. Like, yep. it's the most tortured franchise in sports history. Yep. There's no doubt about it. We've had some of the greatest players ever to ever play the game on that team. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And nothing to show for it. Yep. I mean, you go all the way back to Billy Sims. You know, like, I mean, Mel Farr. And you don't have to go back you know, far to find one. Barry Sanders. We've had them and recently. Megatron. Megatron. Right? I mean. Right. We've had the and just nothing. Yeah. You know? I heard people say like that. And we'll then be even like people are like, game. well, Stafford's not that great, but then he leaves and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, well, no, he wasn't he was good enough. Yeah, it's just that curse. Just somewhere else. You know, like so uh and the other thing is, uh yeah, Kadarius Tony had a bad game. Oof, did he? But can we stop with the Bench him, fire him. I hate. That he had stuff. a bad game. I hate like, it it's like so you, much. Do you forget the Super Bowl already? Right. I he hate was really it. good in the Super Bowl. It's ridiculous. He hasn't practiced all year. Like, you know, relax a little bit. It makes right. So like, no, angry. he was bad. He was bad. Yeah. He was bad, and they've got to fix it. I get yeah. it. And if Andy Reid wants to say you can't play, yeah. then that's one thing. But for like the whole fan base to just be like, fire him, you suck. Yeah. Like, eh, I don't know.
1: Just reactionary. Yeah, it totally is. I had a fan behind me, a Chiefs fan last night, who's screaming, what are you doing to Mahomes at times, okay? Yeah. And like, this is pathetic. What is he doing? We're terrible. Uh-huh. They have no <laughs> offense. This team sucks. Yeah. I'm like... Dude, we are 22 minutes into the first game of the season. <laughs> what are you doing? He did it all night. We had to keep like just stepping away yeah. from it a little bit. Like, dude, calm like down. That. Right. Yes, and I mean, you know, this wasn't like a kid. He was probably, I don't know, mid-40, something like that. And uh, I'm guessing maybe he's like Lazlo is talking about. Maybe he's just one of these fans who doesn't know a lot about the game. But although I, he would also complain about when they lined up. Like, well, right. hey, what are you going to do here? Do, what you... So maybe he, I, you know, that doesn't mean much that he can right. tell a run play. But... Uh, it's just so irritating. Like, dude, how quickly we forget exactly what you're talking about. Like, Mahomes is pretty damn good at it's this. Yeah. And, and right. you're angry at him as if, like, you're talking like someone who's so sick of just being browbeaten right. by these mediocre, crappy quarterbacks yeah. as a fan and you can't take it anymore. Just like, like the dude, Lions, you got Dan oh,
3: Orlowski running around back there. Like, you right. can yell at him. Yes. You can yell yes. at him, but you know what? Mahomes all right. He's doing pretty you know, well. I'm, I'm not too today's concerned Tony about him. He played pretty good for you in the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Let's give him more than a game. Agreed. You know, he might be all right. Maybe he's not, but, you know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt.
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Yo! Yo! What's going on? Oh, not much. Well, yeah. you know, everybody's talking football. Yeah. It's, it's begun. It's a, it's a tough day in Kansas City for Chiefs fans. I'm but just over uh, here
3: thinking about getting some fast food, you
1: know, trying to pick six. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. We're so we're going to do this all year? Yeah. I mean, all honestly, yeah. until when? I don't know. I don't know I, what you guys I, are talking about. I would say all day, but this is the kind of thing, Snow cone that I could see lasting yeah. at least a year. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just talking
3: about getting some food. My hungry stomach's roaring. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Like a
1: lion? I'm not like just lion? roaring. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I know this is not football related. Have you seen or at least seen the trailer for that Boy Scouts documentary on Netflix that just came out this no. week? No, no. Man, oh
3: man! Oh, oh but man. there was never a doubt in my life that I would not allow. I, my I kids know, to and leave that's why I brought
1: it up because Boy I was Scouts. like, man, this is one of those things that when I met Lazo, we oh, disagreed. Yeah. About Somebody this. said that's
3: good to have pick six at Lions Choice. I'll go there. <laughs> uh, Forget yeah. Arby's.
1: Lions uh, Choice would be good. I I absolutely remember having those discussions with Lazo when I you know when we first met about it wasn't just the Boy Scouts it was really any organization or or any individual. Who dedicated their life to being around children all the time, and it not didn't, didn't mean that all of them were bad. Right. Yeah. It just he meant that he was to suspicious, Mister Rogers. And, he was uh, suspicious. That was kind of me, but he was suspicious of all of them. Well, and especially I'm suspicious he, of all
3: of them because there's so many bad ones. And the fear on that is that I do think there's really good people, man. Of course, who want to help youth, who yep. want to be mentors to kids, and teach them right from wrong, when maybe they don't have that in their lives, right? Most of them. Even my kid, you know, uh, the youngest one, he's religious, man. He goes to church. I can't help him with that. Yeah. So he has, you know, we have friends, the family that, you know, that he goes with, and they talk to him about it, and I'm all good with that, you know? Uh, And those people are wonderful people, but if I didn't know those people, and he was like, "Hey, I'm just going to go to church," and my youth pastor wants to take me to Chick fil A afterwards, I'm like, "No, right." And that guy could be a wonderful human being with the best intentions. You can, yeah. And that's the thing with Boy Scouts, like, but, but well, you're, you're either a great human being. I, I don't know why you want to go with ten boys in the woods, right? You know what I mean, right? I think it's, it's either going either to you're, a great, a you're either you're a people. great human being, but it certainly gives the opportunity for people who are horrible human beings to take advantage of that.
1: It's going to That's attract bad thought, people. That's my thought, right? How could it not? And But I will point out, I'm going to give you credit where credit is due, because when you talked about the Boy Scouts, this was before all of those documents had been released where we knew how many accusations oh, there no, were. And yeah. They had to give that stuff up. I mean, this was back in like 0203, probably the first time mm. I heard you talking about it. And we were talking about the Catholic Church, we right. were talking about different yeah. organizations. But, you know, one of the things they said in this Boy Scouts, document, I first of all, the numbers are astonishing. And I'd read them before, but it's just crazy. I think when they gave the deadline and said, OK, uh, uh, Boy Scouts is going to file for bankruptcy. So if you want to file some sort of a claim that you were abused, you now have a deadline. Right. And oh, they were funny. expecting like it could be as high as 10,000. And then it ended up being 83,000 or whatever the final <sighs> yeah. number was. It was astonishing.
3: And <coughs> the hidden documents like who hides the documents? Right. So, like, that's the other thing. Like. Who does that?
1: They kept these files.
3: You know, like, that's unbelievable to me that you would know that this is going on and hide it.
1: Yeah, they would just...
3: I know the Catholic Church is to blame, right? I get it, you know? Those are the perversion files. They had
1: different names, but most people in the media referred to them as the perversion files. And this, you know, every time there was an accusation, uh, they would... I'd say every time. It seemed like most of the time, some of the times at least, they would take, you know, some sort of... uh, statement from the parent or from the child or whatever. And a lot of times these kids were telling one of their scout leaders. So they would tell another scout leader, hey, this scout leader leader abused me. And then they would take it to their higher ups. And these are the accusations, at least, that some of these higher ups are like, hey, you know, uh, okay, we'll take care of it from here. And it sounds like, allegedly, they took these reports and then put them in a box somewhere and said, that's it. We don't want to bring attention to this. But one of the things they said. And we know that happens. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how, you know, who do you start blaming?
3: Like, I go back to, and I don't know, I know people get mad at him, but let me, uh, Penn State. Yeah. They say, people told Joe Paterno, right? And what did Joe Paterno do? Apparently, he went to the athletic director and the president of the university, right? And they said they'd look into it. And then it's like, well, Joe knew he needs to be fired, too. But did he? Yeah. You tell me, hey, this happened in the locker room. I go and report it to my superior, right? And then my superior does nothing about it. There's a good chance I'm like, I don't know what's going on. It's allegations, whatever. They talk to him. Like, you know, they came back to me and said, we're all good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, let's get back to coaching football. I told who I was supposed to tell, right? Like, I, I get confused with that, Change you know? Command. Yeah. Like, yeah. if somebody said, hey, Slim Fast is doing this at work, and I'm like, damn, man. I got to go tell my boss. And I went downstairs and told my boss. She's like, okay, I'll look into it. And he kept coming
1: back to work. And then she was just like, I looked into it. I'd be like, okay. Okay. Like, I don't know. What else am I going to do? Right. No, I I agree. But at least according to this documentary, I mean, I've read some of the stuff before, but this documentary on Netflix certainly makes the Boy Scouts look guilty of, I I would say, I guess my point is, yes,
3: the guilty, but it goes so deep as to who's guilty.
1: Right. You
3: know what I mean? I know people are hiding it, but who's the hider? It looks like, I mean, the accusations... are They go all the like, way to the top? Yes, that's, right. the, that's the
1: way they made it look, is that the people at the top said, we, no, don't, want, hi- we don't want this bad
4: reputation. Right. Are you hiding at, at a low level or are they hiding scared? at a high
3: level? You know? And yeah. probably all of it. it well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's probably guys who somebody came and told them they never told anybody,
1: not knowing that other people had told people, and they're hiding it too. They certainly make it look like the people that you would hope would be the ones that would yeah. take care of it. That were higher up were like, Mm-mm-mm. and they accuse him of just straight up lying to the public and to parents. You know, they show these old pamphlets that say, you know, why the Boy Scouts, right? And they talk about the volunteers, the adults that you're going to be working with, and this strict vetting process that they have to go through. Right. And one of these guys who worked for the Boy Scouts, and he was a higher up, um, and he's accused him of a lot of things. And he doesn't want the scouts to go away. He likes the scouts, but he just said. You know, they did a lot of messed up stuff and hit a lot of messed up stuff, and we need to change that. But, uh, you know, he said, look, like, th- this was this was going on. Uh, these higher-ups were being told, at least in some of these instances, they were being told about it. And instead of saying, not only are we not going to report this, but we're not even going to change the yeah. way that we vet people who volunteer because they so desperately needed to volunteer. So what they did, again, allegedly, was just lie in these pamphlets, advertisements, and tell parents like they go through a very strict background check. He's like, there wasn't one. You mm-hmm. could sign up. He's like, they did what the Catholic Church did, where you right. get someone who gets accused of something, and they could go be a scout leader somewhere else. Now, they didn't make it clear that like the scouts were see, they, the they, ones directing them, but me, that like, they could do it if they wanted to. Me, like, to. Did,
3: did they want to do that? You know what I mean? Like Because, like, like you said, they didn't have enough volunteers, so they'll take anybody, and that means they won't vet them, because I think about it, like for every team that I've coached, I always have to fill out a questionnaire exactly. of some sort. You know, have I ever been convicted of a crime with a child, right? Anything like that. Have I ever been convicted of a violent crime Have i ever been charged with? And then a copy of my driver's license, my social security number, and permission for them to vet me. Like, that's just coaching football. Yep. Like, I don't take those kids in the woods. Yep. They're literally at school with 20 other people. You know what I mean? How did the Boy Scouts just be like, yeah, so, we won't even look,
1: bro. Just whatever. Go fishing. Like, what? There were people who said within the organization, hey, we should be at least t- asking for an ID. Yeah. A state-issued ID, a driver's license, a passport, any type of ID. And that they didn't even want to do that because they said that it would be cost prohibitive. You know, they had some excuses, but yeah, it does things make any It like, no, it, uh, the cost. i like, you need an ID to do anything. And they said, when you think about what the Boy Scouts were allowed to do, what we just thought of when we thought of scouting – there are lots of people who are allowed to be around your children, whether it's someone at your church or a right. teacher or whatever. It's like. But think about what these volunteers were allowed to do: spend the night in the woods with them. Right. So you do not give that kind of access. Uh, your, you know, you don't give your children over to allow adults to have that kind of access in just about any scenario. But with Mm-mm. Boy Scouts, it was such it was ingrained, and because it seems to me like at least they covered up a lot of the stuff. When you thought Boy Scouts, maybe you just thought. These are, like you said, good people who don't yeah, want to I mean, be good role I mean, it and I'm sure if people are recently, it had, had a good brand.
3: Yes, they had a good well, brand. you're like, hey, these are going to take our kids and teach them how to be good, solid Americans, yeah. right? You know, and they, they sold you on that. Absolutely. And so it had a good brand. Now it's got a horrible brand, of course, obviously, but yes. rightfully so. Yeah. But I mean, I'm leery of that anyway. You know, my, like I said, my youngest is religious, and he went to one of those uh, church. Sleep-ins or whatever, yeah, you know, where everybody that. stays. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah, went mm-hmm. once. and
1: Lock-in, we called it. Yeah, it was yeah. the same
3: thing. And I just, you know, I just told him, cool, man, I'll pick you up at 2. 2 a.m.? Yeah. Like, that's it? That's it. What? Everybody what? else will be asleep. 2 a.m., you guys are all going to be laying down. I'm going to call the guy who runs it and tell him, hey, we got stuff to do in the morning. It won't be embarrassing for you. Or, like, not that I'm allowing you. I'm going to tell him we got baseball at 7 a.m., and I can't get over there to pick him up in time, so I'm going to pick him up at 2. Yep. He's like, okay, great. So then I'm like, just tell your buddies. You know, you can tell them the truth, or you can say you got baseball in the morning, which is true. Yeah. You do have baseball. We could probably make it, but you do got baseball. So, you know what? 2 a.m., I'm going to get you.
1: You know, one of the things the Boy Scouts did in a lot of organizations. One forty-five, last call. Right, that's it. You're not. Right. Do not fall asleep I I'm gonna be not because I just picked two because i would be drinking at one thirty. So right. <laughs> there he goes, so that's it. He comes stumbling out the front door. What's up, Dad? Uh, they made a rule like a lot of organizations. I think some some states even have this rule. If you're going to have this many kids, when I worked at the at the preschool, we had this rule. Once you get to a certain number of kids, I think it's ten maybe or more, then you have to have at least two adults. Uh, it's ha- for however many kids or something now you know um, why i heard that was i mean i don't think it was anything to do with abuse well that's what that was part of it at least okay. and, and the boy scouts tried to implement it as like hey you know okay we want to make sure that they're safe so we'll make sure that there's two adults around and i remember when uh, i was working at the school that that was a thing hey there's got to be another adult to watch you in case there's an accusation of something another adult okay. there can because one of the things for
3: us was when we were putting our kids in montessori they would have A certain amount of teachers to how many people were in there. Mm -hmm. And the thing that they said, I'm sure it has something to do with more adults being there, but the other one was being able to lead them out during a fire. Oh,
1: that makes sense. So, like, if you had
3: one teacher and 30 babies or something, you can't get them all out. So, you have to be able, I think they say you can get three kids out per one person or something. So, you know, that way you can grab a couple babies under each arm and get the hell out of there. Right.
1: Well, but, and also that thing always kind of made sense to me like, well, good, is if there's another adult around, That should drastically uh, reduce, because because priests are alone, right? So if you have another adult with this person, then they're going to have to mind their P's and Q's the more you think. It should help at least some of this. But then you come to find out, Lazo, because of the way this organization was run, there was one example at least where these guys who were pedophiles, a group of pedophiles, started their own troop, okay? Mm -hmm. And they just go out, and they recruited kids, and they would go to people's houses who were like single moms, right? Mm -hmm. Kids were starting to say, hey, don't worry about the cost. Because you're a single mom. We want to help you out. We're going to pay all these costs. And then they would bring these kids in. Horribly abuse them, I mean Unreal. stuff that I wish I could unhear, and they would bring you know people would fly in from out of the country I've heard this, yes. and would, oh unbelievable, God. and it went on for a long time because now, I will say when my kids, kids went, have a tough time saying something it takes them twenty thirty years right. if they're going to say something at all they, yeah. they they feel like it's their fault partially, they also really respect this person in a lot yeah. of cases, and' right. they're thinking in the beginning they might know what's attention. wrong and what's exactly. not right exactly. like is
3: there something wrong with them yep. I mean, and, and was I know that, was it wasn't my fault. I went; to, the kids went to Catholic school, and it was part of a Montessori before public school happened. And they actually sent us a thing. I said no, but it was like if someone from the Catholic part of school, a priest or whatever, comes to get your child, do you you give him permission? And I was like, okay. no, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I don't know that priest. If he wants to come talk to my kid about something. He can get me after school well, all three of us will go down there. Yep. I gave him not permission, no yep. way. Yep. And they said sometimes, you know, I'm not accusing the guy of anything, but, you know, he would, you know, talk to kids or whatever, you know, see what's going on in their life. I'm like, yeah, not mine.
1: You don't need to do that. Not mine. You're, We're good. No, he doesn't need therapy from you, but thank you very mm-hmm. much.
3: Yeah. And now, again, Probably a wonderful man. Exactly. Probably a wonderful man. Probably helped a lot of kids. But
1: I'm like, you know what? Not worth the risk. It it sucks because I do think, like, I wasn't really into scouting, but I understand the idea. And I had a friend who went all the way to Eagle Scout and he made it. And he enjoyed it. You know what I mean? He he liked it. And I, I think a lot of kids do need a role model. Outside Mm -hmm. of the home, they're lacking, or maybe just having a different point of view from an adult. And if you're not an athlete, be honest with you. Yeah, because I don't
3: do camping and all that. I don't do it. I'm not good at it. I don't know how to do that. So they teach you other stuff, like you know how to work with your hands and fix all the stuff. I don't. It would really help them. I'm I'm not that guy, but I'm like, not for that. Take a woodworking class or something because we're not doing this. I Mm -hmm. remember my kids were little that you go in and the scouts are there. There's like, you know, sign up for T-ball and sign up for this. Yeah. And the scouts have a table. And I remember I just, whoop, we yeah. went right by them. <laughs> don't even went like around. There's kids up there on. signing up. I'm like, hey, let's go look at that basketball, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I think, you know, I think maybe in the first grade, one of them was like, hey, what's uh, Boy Scouts? And I'm like, I don't, like, I don't know, man. Like, you can go out in the woods and build stuff. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not really into it. Like, a lot of fishing and stuff. And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, no. I don't think. And then I was like. "Is there's a chance, like fishing?
1: Out right. in the woods? No,
3: Camping? but I knew they'd never think. done it. So yeah. i like, yeah." And I was like, "But well, they do this Pinewood Derby thing, that's, that's, that's really cool. And they were like, what's that? And then I told them about it. And they're like, oh, well, I want to sign up for it. And I'm like, well, lucky you. We can go to Michael's right now and get our own Pinewood Derby cars, make them ourselves, and race them down the driveway mm-hmm. with the three of us. And they were like. Like, we don't have to go do all the stuff. We can just, I'm like, just skip to the Let's go, stuff. boys. And we yeah. all went and got our stuff and made the Pinewood nice. Derby cars and nice. painted them. And nice. we did it every summer for a couple yeah. of years. We'd race them. And yeah, that well, was it. Because that's the draw. That's why I was a scout I for looked a forward year. to that. I was very excited Derby. about it. And then when it
1: happened, I was like, man, my dad doesn't know how to build anything, and neither do I. So. It was still cool. It might basically look like it just come out of the box and I'd spray paint it and put some stickers on it. But it, yeah, it's still fun. It was by far, I wasn't in scouts for very long. I never made it to Boy Scouts. I was a Cub Scout. Weren't you the same, Laszlo? Did you make it to Boy Scouts or were you just a Cub Scout? I only did it for one year. Okay, so then, yeah, you did it. I think my I mother was the den mother. Too, but, mm. Yeah, boy, that's the other thing is when your mom becomes a den mother. Well, maybe, but, I don't know, it could be different. You might and have it was, liked it. I didn't, but uh, you know, nobody else wanted to do it. Yeah. That like, was it wasn't, like, a
3: big thing in my neighborhood. So I think, like, it was just the kids in my street again. Yeah. And they all just went down. And then, like, the other mothers came. We learned, like, how to tie knots or something. Oh, yeah, because yours wasn't was going through a church or anything
1: mm-hmm. like that. It was just a neighborhood. And really it really was, like, maybe
3: 12 of us that all hung out together anyway. And then Wednesdays, my mom would, you know, I don't know, teach us how to tie a slip knot, yep. or whatever that is. And then I think after, like, six months, we all did the Pinewood Derby. We were like, okay, Cool. Oh, cool. my mom was like, yeah, I'm not doing that again. And then no other parent would volunteer.
4: Really? They're like, well, well then, Scouts isn't in this neighborhood.
1: You're all just make an eagle patch. Uh, <laughs> patch. How's that? Right. Snowcone, if your kid said, man, I w- this is what I want to do. I want to do Boy Scouts. I want to do it so bad. It's the all- just all I can think about. I want to go camping. I want to earn the patch. It looks like so much fun. What would your response be? Because I was thinking, could you volunteer and be like, I'm going with you? Yeah, that, that, you know, you have to. That'd, be my, that'd be my first thing is I'm going with you. Or you could say, like, no overnights. But even then,
2: after yeah, watching this documentary, yeah. that's not necessarily going to happen. If yeah. he was dead set
1: on it, I, I'd try and talk about it, but if he was dead set, would I, you volunteer? I'm
3: going with him, yeah.
4: yeah. You'd you have way. to, right? I'm going with him. Yeah. you we'll have to.
1: I mean, and again, just going back to it sucks because there are kids who need role models and also kids who need role models with a different perspective. But like the the big brothers, big sisters, they talked about that. They talked about some of these. They briefly mentioned some of these other organizations and how they were like really proactive about saying we want to pass these restrictions that say, you know, there should be better vetting and all this stuff. And the Boy Scouts were like, we don't want that. Right. And you're like, good grief, God. man. What the hell? Yeah. So it's I don't remember oh, the name of it Steve but Steve
3: Kleemer says he wants to build a Pinewood Derby track and host a drinking derby. Do it. Do it. I will be there. That the would Laszlo be Laszlo a derby. ton of fun. The Churchill Aslo Derby.
4: I'm here to tell you that the organization is still not safe for boys and girls. I'm not gonna sit here and be quiet while no kids are still at risk in scouting.
2: Soon after the Scouts were founded in 1908, the Scouts
1: realized they had a problem. They created what they called the Red Flag List, or perversion files. These files were so sensitive that the Boy Scouts did everything they could to make sure that they could not be seen by parents, by police, even by other Scout leaders.
4: So the instinctual move was to just make sure they buried it. They see that this is potentially problematic for them and their reputation. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim eyes, What you don't know
0: could kill you. the order of Hornips.
2: infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo.
0: Yo, yo. Are we going to
1: doom scroll more? Yeah, we're doing a little doom scrolling. Uh, Uber for yeah. teens. I thought this was already a thing. Didn't we talk we about Uber about for kids? Yeah, because yeah. they were talking about. Laszlo talked about how it would be nice if the, your kid missed mm-hmm. the bus or whatever, needed a ride to school, and that mm-hmm. you could use Uber. So I don't remember, but maybe they were just saying at the time that uh, it was something they were considering, or that they were testing yeah, out, maybe rolling out. I don't yeah, know. because now I guess now it looks like it's official. Uber for teens is a thing. So if you have a teen. And you want them to be able to use Uber. They can't just go and sign up for they it. They have to be 13 years it old. Like, yeah, it's like 13 to 17, I think, okay. is the specific and age And they have age. the app or you have it? They have the app, but you have to invite them. So you go on your app, okay. you invite them. And actually, she explains here real quick how you do it. Eat Does it work On my phone I, I guess. Uber app.
0: Teens can't actually create an account on their own. A parent or guardian has to invite them. So you go to your Uber app, hit account, and then family and teens right there. Invite family. And there it is. Add a teen the app designed for teens 13 to 17 sends emerson an invite and from there she creates her own teen account after reading a safety tutorial uber says parents should talk to their teens before they use the service remind them to check the license plate ask the driver who they're picking up before getting in and never sit in the front seat
1: okay so it looks like back in spring early spring late winter they were rolling out some sort of tests of this okay, program. test market. Yeah, and now it's expanding. So, and it looks like these it keep changing. So this doesn't
4: say. It sounds but, like it's nationwide now, right? Well, it says that it's. You use it? Was it? only available. I mean, in no, I know not
3: for your kid now, but when he's a teenager, would you use it? Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. You don't. I mean, there it. are times I'm when I have. As long as I do like the vetting process at the same and, time, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I mean. Yeah, I mean, there's a risk involved, but you are tracking the car the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going mm-hmm. to read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I might even be like, just text me
1: the whole time you're in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, don't, it's not like out of the ordinary or it wasn't out of the ordinary for people to put their kids in cabs in New York and stuff, was it? Didn't no, they in, in New York in for cab? sure and ride the subway by
3: themselves. Yeah. 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 I, I went that- to a school here for a while in high school that they had a cab come pick you up every morning. It was, like, this little private school I went to for, like, half a year. But, yeah, they sent a cab every morning. I because, a, so they didn't have... Who s- sent a cab? Yeah, who? school. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I know when my kids were in elementary school, there'd be, like, karate schools that picked up kids and,
1: mm. you know, other type of group. Yeah, thing. this is a school we paid for, and they, they sent a cab, yeah. Uh, I've heard of, like, Cities, Lazo, you said parts of Detroit, right? Don't they use public buses? Yeah. Because like, public buses are what the kids use yep. to, get to get to school. from school.
3: There's not its own school bus. Yeah,
1: which I'd never heard of that before, but, you know, I guess I it's not totally shocking. The cap city. thing is really bizarre, but you said it was like a private yeah. school, and so they mm-hmm. obviously don't So have is buses. it is the app. Says it's continue to expand. I'm looking here, but I mean, it's, is it the Uber app or is it its own it's app? Uber app, and then you go to whatever she just she says there at the. Yeah, at right. so at the tell the me, I'm trying so, to do it. Okay.
0: Teens can't actually create an account on their own. A parent or guardian has to invite them. So you go to your Uber app, hit account, and then family and teens, right there, invite family.
1: Okay, so account and then family and teens and then invite family. So it says that they are, the I service is now available. It. Oh, introducing in teen accounts. 250 cities. Go. So I would assume, I don't have a list of every city, but 250 cities I would assume means That's that it like. it's here. Right,
3: yeah, so I, I, I'm just going to there. So yeah. introducing teen accounts, I hit that. Okay. Yep. Then do I have to
1: add a member? You yeah. add a teen. Yeah. It should say add adult or add a teen. Wow. I don't know, know how I'm going to do this. And then I think the kid uh, accepts the request or they have to do something on their end because they have to read a, you know, rules page or whatever. Yeah. And then it should show up on his phone after you do the invite. It has to be available here. Well, and if it's working on your phone, it's got to be available here. 250 cities. So 13 to 17. Um, yeah, it was available uh, in 14 cities Gosh, found in yeah, up until now. All right, I'll have to figure it out. But. That's I mean, he might not have the app on his phone yet. No, no, uh, no, no. no.
3: I, it, it wants to do it through your contacts. You just can't put it in. I think I had an oh. old phone number for him. So you, oh. yeah, you, you but it's obviously them. you can do it. And then I then text them, them, and they have to download a link. I, I yeah, it I'm it. sure. Try a link to and, download the app. App. and it tells them to watch It'll the be video. A count, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they accept it, and then boom, you're done. You awesome. can add an adult on there too, which I didn't know because. Yeah, but no now, can something he wrong call Brooks' Uber account? It has been. And we don't know how to fix it. Can he call the so. Uber himself? I I mean that's I the way know. they made it sound. I said before, I mean, it's tied the, to your account now, right? But can he just do it with on parents? His own? Follow, so once it once it's set up, um, you go through the. It probably notifies you once you set up the team's account. They'll be able to request their own rides. Yes, right there it says it. Parents can follow along in the app with real time updates. Parents will get the driver's name, vehicle information, and requested drop-off location so they know exactly where the teen is going and who is behind the wheel. Before a teen gets in the car for a trip, they will have to uh, give their driver a unique PIN number. That's good. Yeah. And the dri- so the driver won't be able to start the trip until they enter the correct code into yep, the app. I've had to do that. Which, um, you've had to do that? Mm-hmm. I wondered if they started doing that for adults. Yeah, no, it's, it's you, you can turn it on now. Oh, it's, it's something. It's like an it's option. It's a feature you can have on now. Okay. To where you pick it up, they have to have a pin to. Because they sure definitely started telling you to like make sure that you ask them who are they looking for. Yeah, don't say are you looking for you me. Ask the name. Yeah, yeah say Now there's a What pen, name are you looking for? Which is optional, I think. Okay, that makes sense. And it would make sense that it would be mandatory for a team, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, then it says sensors and GPS data are used to detect if the ride goes off course, stops unexpectedly, or ends too early. Uh, Uber's audio recording feature allows users to record audio if their trip trip directly through the app oh, nice. and save the file on their device. That works. Parents nice. and teens can t- contact their teen's driver at any time during the trip. So there you go. Yeah, sounds good. Teens
0: game. I that just have a killer when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah,
1: how it works. Okay. would have been pretty awesome if we had Uber. But there are times the where team.
3: I'm like coaching football and he's coming home from play rehearsals and it's like, man, I don't know, you know.
1: Yeah. You figure it out, but it's just
3: stressful. It'd be well, yeah. really Boys easy if you're and like, and yeah. School, yeah, they have football at the same time as baseball, and you're like, man, <clears throat> I'm going to get to your game, mm-hmm. but I won't be able to get you there an hour early like your coach wants. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, you go an hour early, and I'll be right behind you yeah. with your brother. I mean, yeah, It'd I would certainly, it would really help.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I said that would have been awesome when we were kids, but as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, my parents wouldn't probably have allowed me, just because... Uh, not because they wouldn't want me alone with the Uber driver, but they, it probably would have seemed expensive. Yeah, they yeah. probably. But well, how have thought, awesome
3: no. is it also yeah. that you're like now, you know? Because we have a rule about you know, hey, if you're somewhere that you don't want to be and something's going on, there's a way for him to contact me without every, without his friends knowing. But how cool would it be just like yeah, just get an Uber, you know? mm-hmm. yeah, Uber out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a, it could be. A now great you don't stranger. have to worry about me. I
1: know it's going to show up
3: on my phone, but I know if you grabbed an Uber. And I
1: like the idea that you can yeah. record, hear a recording of the, mm-hmm. the ride and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. It would make sense to me too that a lot of those cars probably have cameras in them.
3: Yeah,
1: and so I was kind of surprised they didn't say the driver must have one of these cameras inside yeah, their I thought car. Yeah, they would, yeah. But the audio thing, maybe they'll get there. But the audio thing makes sense. It, you know, I, I don't think it's that crazy. The idea of putting your kid in a cab—people put kids on airplanes oh, to fly somewhere. So mm-hmm. you know, look, it's and you're not just like it, to go camp on the person, woods over there. Like,
3: I mean, exactly. Yes, something could happen, but boy.
1: A lot of other things you know, could happen, Like, too. I
3: know where the car is. I know who did it. Uber's on it. They're taking him someplace that he's not supposed to be going. I mean, the cops are on that pretty quick. Yep. We know your license plate number. We know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. of course you'd hate for something horrible to happen, and something horrible could happen. But it feels like that risk is, you know, mitigated it to some degree.
1: Is, yeah, it's...
3: It's not like hitchhiking. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's not you know? as high as it is. It's creepy at first. You go, well, wait a second. But once you think it through, like the risk of something happening to them about other parts you would, of the right, day. Let me say
3: if you had a ton of money, you wouldn't be like, what I won't do dry, is yeah. hire a limo to take exactly. my kid somewhere. Of course you would.
1: Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We so. already didn't think of that as being all that crazy. So, yeah. Uh, and whether, you know, some kids will probably. Be able to use it as much as they want. Their parents got money; they can just Uber here and there. That'd be pretty awesome. But even for the kids whose parents like do not spend money on that thing, it's still nice for them when they need it. Like you said, yeah. they need some. They need a ride home, and they're late at work or whatever it is, and they're trying to call Something their parents. Something happens with parents. you, like you yeah. know, your
3: boss is up your ass, and you got to get your kid from school. And if you leave early, you're fired. You're gonna be like, all right, yep. grab this Uber, exactly. Right? Go home, yep. you know. Or like I said, you know, there's a situation that your kid doesn't want to be in. Right, And they don't feel necessarily comfortable calling you because kids don't all the time. Like, dude, hit that Uber. Yep, Hit that Uber. Get out of there.
1: Uh, The UAW may soon be going on strike if a deal is not reached. The big three, uh, you know, they're trying to get these new contracts put together. There was uh, how many strikes? We had the UPS strike. We currently still have the actors and writers strikes in Hollywood, right? The railroad workers. I don't know if you, they ever got this strike. That was the one that, that you're talking about when Biden yeah. suddenly became like yeah, the negotiator. Got, yeah, got yeah, in yeah. the middle of it. Yeah, uh, but recently, certainly, we've got the Hollywood strikes, actors and yeah, writers, and, and then the the UPS one was uh, fairly recent too, and that one was quick. It seemed like, and I, I heard someone saying that the UPS. This yeah, well, was just an observation, someone's I didn't opinion. UPS was even striking. Uh, I don't know that it made it that far. Maybe they reached an agreement. I think just that they, it. I think they started the strike, but maybe they were just threatening it. But I was listening to someone on the radio talking about that, and they said that was the exam- an example of a good strike because what they asked for were obtainable things. Okay. And so, like, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted air conditioning in the trucks was one of the things that made the news because it's hot, global warming, yeah, right? Really but then they also hot. wanted to pay increase, I and they were able like to I do always like the uh,
3: UPS guys in shorts, though, with no door.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, It always
3: looks fun. It does. Yeah, I know they're does. probably like, no, dude, it's hot, and it sucks. And I get it, but when I'm driving next to them, I'm like, man. Looks yeah, they're
1: like a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. driving around fun. in a Jeep Wrangler or something, right? Just mm-hmm. out they there at the open great air. Money, yeah. And now they make better money, you yeah. know, or good they will really. because of this new contract. So now the UAW is talking about going on strike, and uh, their demands seem a little more. Those greedy uh,
3: UPS drivers. Those greedy UPS drivers. Oh, he's trying to take more money from right, exactly. UPS. That's the reason my stuff's so expensive. <laughs> That's right,
1: because these UPS right. drivers God. are making a living. Makes me <laughs> angry. I'll We paid I'll tell you McDonald's what. employees more. Yeah, they only have to have one job. Right. Yeah, one job. Mm. What is this? You and kids this are so economy. lazy. Yeah. So the UAW's demands seem a little bolder, maybe, is a word okay. I would choose. Just And I don't know anything about it. I support the UAW... Fully. But mm-hmm. uh, looking at this, it does seem like it's a. there's a bigger gap. I might be able to get a guy on to talk about it if you want. Well, we, that's what I was trying to think of that guy who we had on before. We had a guy from the Ford plant, the UAW guy, and we yeah. did some work with him. And we've had him on the air before. And yeah. I, he's in my phone, but I can't think of his damn name. Mm. So, uh, But I'm sure there could be someone who's listening. See, they guys, may not yeah. be allowed to talk about it right now. But Lazo knows someone who's much uh, higher up. So anyway. 5%. Grew up there. Yeah, he grew I, up in yeah, I mean, football know a ton with him, of people and people from it, yeah. he's
3: that guy. I don't know. I don't know exactly what he does,
1: but so the uh, the UAW the, the the workers want obviously a pay increase. They also are asking to reduce their work week to from a 40-hour work week to a 32-hour work week but get paid for a 40-hour work week. Okay. And last I heard they were still asking for a full restoration of their pensions. Again,
2: there's three major automakers at the heart of these debates here. Two of them have proposals in already. The third is expected to come before this weekend that from Stellantis. But yesterday GM did offer a counterproposal to the union and uh, you can see just how far apart they are on the wage negotiations. So the UAW is asking for 46% in pay increases over the next 4 years compounded GM offered 10% for most workers. You can see just how far apart they are. Keep in mind, the union's also asking for things like increased benefits, a shorter work week from 40 to 32 hours. So there's still a lot of work to be done. I just them.
1: Okay. So the big thing there is the 46% pay increase. Now, they said GM... Countered with a ten percent pay increase. I'm pretty sure I heard the other day that Ford had offered a nine percent pay increase before this GM offer, and then they're expecting one from Stellantis here. Uh, you know ten percent over four years too, like the forty. They said forty six over ten. years. Uh, yeah, I assume years. so because that's how they did it with the the, the UPS four years. drivers too. And and it's it's when they say wages. Does that include t- total compensation? Because that was one of the things when yeah. I was reading about that UPS strike as well. Here's what they, you know, make now, and then you figure out, oh, this is their salary, though, right. and then the rest of this is compensation, vacation, uh, health insurance, and uh-huh. all that stuff. Uh-huh. It's worth this much money. So I assume it's kind of the same thing with the UAW. But I mean, it, you know, they're not close. These offers, I believe there's been that that was the other offer from Ford was 9%, and then GM came back with 10%. But the UAW is asking for 46%. I don't know how this stuff works. I've never been in a union. So uh, it would be sure, interesting if we could get some like, on. He's like, this is well, why he asked body. for the – I shouldn't
3: say, but I knew him in high school. Mm-hmm. But here he is uh, in the Michigan
1: Senate gallery talking about UAW oh, yeah. stuff. Okay, yeah. So I'm sure he'd know. He'd ha- yeah, Absolutely. he should have some idea right. what's going on. And, and that could be totally normal. I couldn't tell you what the last time they threatened to strike or want to strike, what the demands were. Was it for – something as drastic as a 46% wage you know, you increase. You never know. I, I know. remember
3: when I grew up, you know, I just don't pay attention. I mean, a lot of times it's like, in the last time we had collective bargaining, you guys said the next time we'll do this, yeah, but yeah. you're not doing that. Well, that 43% is only really exactly. 20% because you promised 20% on the back end, right? There's so and many so things
1: that go into that them.
3: you just don't know. And then, you know, you just hear yep. they want 46%. Well, okay. Well, maybe they deserve 46
1: I don't know. Let's, you know. Yep. Talk about it I always checked the door jam there when I opened the car door to see where it was made, and I think my last three cars Laszlo, all said ann arbor oh, i
0: don 't really? know where the
1: most plants are, but want, you know I drive a GM currently, and my last two were uh, chrysler 's but i 'm pretty sure all of them, they were all michigan and i 'm pretty sure that they all said ann arbor michigan huh. hmm. so and I, you know it 's crazy you 've talked about this before growing up in detroit it 's not just when someone says they work for the big three. They might work for the actual companies, but mm-hmm. uh, a ton of them are also working indirectly for the big three by uh, tool right. and die shops like. Well, you were now saying, they or whatever won't say is, they
3: work for the big three.
1: Th- they won't actually say no. that, but they're certainly
3: like impacted by the work of the big for Okay, and so he would like tell Solo you that. made parts for them that Ford then okay. used. But okay. He worked, my grandma would say he worked for a tool and die shop.
1: Okay, I misunderstood. I thought that if someone said, like, I work for the big three. Then you worked had, for the big three. a casual thing that it meant, like, Mm-mm. I'm working for all three of them because I work at this tool and die right, shop, no. so we sell stuff, tell them that's really yeah, no. how I was employed. But, like, years. you
3: know, people don't really understand. Like, I have, you know, a, a, a fairly good concept of it because it's not, like, what you're saying is, I think what I said and probably didn't explain it as well is that, Without the Big Three there is a no two and die shop. Of course. So that person does really work Indirectly. for the Big Three, because the Big Three doesn't work. And it's also like um, you know, all the waitresses and bartenders who are at those bars that I used to go to at six AM. Yeah. If the Big Three's on strike, ain't nobody going there. Right. Like the, the diners and the cafes that are around there that people go to for you know, two ninety nine breakfast before or after their shift or whatever. You know, all that stuff goes away and you see it when the strike happens that you're like, Oh, those guys on the line are gonna strike and it's not it's more than that. It's the that whole, get hurt. It's the whole effect. thing.
1: It's it's huge. All right, we'll take a break here. The Church of
3: Yo, my man Nick Wright. How are you, man? F- you. Hey,
4: you. Wh- oh, <laughs> why what why, 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 why are you
3: so upset?
4: You What's know why I'm upset.
3: I have no idea why you're upset. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: You of all people, I would think, would understand.
3: Why would I understand more than anyone else?
4: Because you know what betrayal is like. You're out here publicly tweeting screenshots of private messages. (laughs) How many times on this stupid radio show have I heard you get on your self-righteous high horse and say... Listen, I don't know who's right and who's wrong in this situation. I don't know, maybe if it's Jonah Hill or if it's not. I don't know if it's uh, the the Pirates of the Caribbean guy or his (laughs) wife. I don't know. What I do know is sharing private messages is out of bounds.
3: No, you make a good point. But I will say, Nick, if you look at it, I did delete some things out of there.
4: Well, oh, so you're sharing... All I did
3: did was show, uh, the only thing you treated me was a thumbs down.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, whatever. Was, and really, if you look at it that way, you don't even know who put the thumbs down.
4: Whatever. Congrats to your Lions. Your pathetic franchise that on, on September 7th yep. got the best win they've had in 30 years. Bully for them. Jesus. What a disaster. Well, I mean, what a I, disaster.
3: I know you're upset. It, it was just... And I think, guys, I've been very cordial today, haven't I?
1: Surprisingly, yes.
3: Yes. Right. I mean, you just came in with a giant FU. I didn't even, you know, I didn't say anything. I said, don't get upset. You know, I think if, you know, the Lions play the Chiefs 10 times, 10 beat them, you know, Chiefs beat them more than that. I said, you know, hey, you know, if the one thing the Chiefs should think about, it's about, you know, pay Chris Jones. Pay your stars. Listen
4: about, listen, you're, hey, you're, listen to me. All I'm saying oh, no, is, all please. I'm saying
3: is listen to me. You're gonna get angry, but I let you yeah, go off I'm the, the right. other day, and you were completely yeah. wrong. So just listen to me first for a second, and then see. I the game would have been different had Chris Jones been playing. Obviously. And the more you let superstars leave a building, doesn't matter if it's 7 Eleven, the Chiefs, FS one. Doesn't matter. The more you let superstars leave, the less superstars you have. And all I'm saying is. All I'm saying is, you know, you pay Chris Jones. Now, look, the Chiefs won it all without Tyreek Hill. I get it. But that's one less superstar in the locker room. Last night, they could have used Tyreek Hill. Just, you can't put it all on Mahomes. He's the greatest quarterback we've seen up until this point of his career. And you can't just put it all on him every time. you got to have other players in that locker room. That's
4: all I'm saying. Wow. Where can you get this brilliant insight that you can't win a football game without good players? Well, yeah, we I know, thought man. you thought you were we going to win one without them. I, yeah,
3: you I thought you were going to win one by a lot, as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, I heard you tell me how bad you were going to beat the Lions without good players.
4: Um. Yeah, I I got this one wrong. But that's not I listen, man. People get things wrong. The problem Well, they don't is, necessarily
3: get a tattoo about it.
4: That's the problem. The problem <laughs> And you is, said they
3: were going to go 20 and 0 and they didn't even make it to problem. 1 and 0. It's it's like, man. And you said the I, Lions were the dumbest team in the world because of their draft picks. Which, no, I did not no no mm, no, no, no boy, no, we no, have tape, no, no, no you said a stupid no. linebacker pick, a running back pick. we have the tape, and then well, I watched hold the game, on. and Jack Campbell made a giant play. Gibbs was great, and the pick six was another uh
4: draft pick. I mean, you couldn't have actually right. got it more wrong okay, hold on, hold on, okay I actually. Was not nearly as down on the Lions draft as a lot of people now. You
3: just threw it at me because you thought it would hurt my feelings.
4: That's correct. I know. That part is correct. I, know. I actually understood their draft strategy, which was if everyone's taking premium positions, they're gonna you know, someone's gonna end up with the seventh best wide receiver exactly. and the eighth best defensive end. If if we can throughout the draft get the best inside backer, the best Safety, you know, the second best running back, uh-huh. maybe it's worth it. I understood it. I don't know that it's right, but I didn't hate it. it looked I looked good last only, night. The only thing I hate is you. <laughs> and that and I I guess my I don't, I don't see why bit, you would say you hate me. Because the thing is this. I So I'm gonna reveal to you guys,
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know, the God's honest truth behind this tattoo. So I I wanted my daughter convinced me before she went to college to, that she there's a very specific tattoo that she wanted. It's small. It's whatever. I had kind of always been anti, but I relented. I wanted. I've wanted to get this never a doubt tattoo for six months because it has like triple meaning. Mm-hmm. Like the I tweet up. I tweet it. Every time the Chiefs win, Mm -hmm. so there's that element to it. Then there's also like a personal meaning and a professional meaning that we don't need to get into, but that's what it was. Mm -hmm. So I got it. And then in what I thought was a stroke of brilliance, Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, this is perfect. Because I tweet about it every time the Chiefs win, I will simply present it. As if it is exclusively about that, and then you know I'm going to say they're going to go 20 and 0, and when even if they're not, like if they're 11 and 0, and then Mm -hmm. they lose, what what's anyone ever going to be like? Oh, Nick, you idiot! Like, no, I was right, basically.
3: Right, and it builds more tension throughout the weeks.
4: Exactly, I told you 20 and 0. -0. Now they're
3: six and 0, but. Right, you forgot that. When it, Motor City Dan Campbell when, was coming to town,
4: when they A-C-D-C. lose, when they lose week one, I've been really so nice
3: to everybody, but I couldn't wait for you to call. To ball. be honest with you, why? Just because you why? you are the epitome of the worst Chiefs fan, the worst. You what? what you you're what makes it bad. I,
4: I've been a diehard my whole life.
3: Yeah, but it's that. Right. It's like you forget. You forgot. You forgot how much you hated the Patriots. You forgot how much you hated the Cowboys. You forgot how much you hated the Steelers. And you became that which you hate the most. That you met it halfway and became it. You became a Patriots fan. That's what you became, and that's what I don't like about Chiefs. And they have to remember the struggle. They have to be humble. They have to remember that it wasn't that long ago. It was the Chiefs and the Lions, the worst. How bad it is. But all of a sudden, you started comparing yourself more to Tom Brady than you did Jared Goff, and that's what makes you the worst. The literal worst. I don't hate Chiefs fans. I hate you.
4: Well... I have no. I'll be honest. I have never. No.
3: There was you know, a doubt at one point that I didn't hate you, but now, never a doubt.
4: <laughs> you know, like, have you ever read? Like I bet Slim has, because he's a learned man. You're just a big buffoon. <laughs> but like the like this like the story of guys like Castro, the people who an-
1: Oh, you're, you're, you're breaking, cut, you're breaking oh, up. The, the, the stories oh. about people like who?
3: Fidel Castro? You're about to make a Fidel Castro
1: oh, reference? That, I thought you said Casper. <laughs> I was like,
4: I think I saw him. when
1: I was a kid. God damn it, Nick.
4: I'm here. But oh, there you can are. you hear me? Now I'm on a bridge. Yeah. Yep, now we can hear Oh, mm. well, we could for a second. Can on hear what? you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I'm on a bridge. I'm on my way to the U.S. Open. Mm. Can, can you hear me or no? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Okay. What I was saying is, a lot of the stories of like guys who overthrow an oppressive government
0: mm-hmm. and
4: then they be- get in power, mm-hmm. they then start being the exact thing they hated—the right. oppressive government. Right. right. Which
3: is you? Yes, exactly. Good, great analogy.
4: And you look at it from afar, and you're like, "How could you do that? You know what it's like to mm-hmm. be under the thumb of these." then once you get the power, oh. the other people, but it feels so good. So, yeah, I am the Patriots. I am what I hated. That is all true. I have no rebuttal, Laszlo.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: That's it. You're right. Oh,
1: that's it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That
3: we lost you again. All right. Well, I mean, now that you've said that, I don't know. I mean, there's really not much more to talk about, right? I mean...
4: I I want to know this.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: do you think the Lions can be?
3: Do what to the Lions to you? Okay. How good do you think? I think the Lions can win their division. I think they should win their division. Like I told you when you told me they'd come in third behind the Packers and, I don't know, the Bears and the Vikings or whatever you're talking about.
4: Second. I had them in the playoffs. I had them second, for the record. Okay. But... Do you think they can make the Super Bowl? Oh,
3: no. I think they're probably, you know, still a couple years away, probably. I think they can make a run at it. I think Philadelphia is a tough team to beat, as everybody knows. I mean, the Chiefs were able to do it, but it wasn't easy. I think they're a couple parts Uh, away, but I think they're putting it together.
4: No, I tend to agree with that. Um, Did you like the fake punt? loved it
3: because you you know like one if they don't get it okay right that's one thing but if you get it as a coach you are telling your team i believe in you i believe in you let's do this like i'm ready to you are saying you are saying i'll take all the heat for all you guys Like, I will stand in front of this firing squad and get shot in the newspapers, in the media, by everyone. They will call me dumb. They will call me stupid. But I believe in you. And I think the one thing that Dan Campbell has, I don't know if he's a great X's and O's, guys. I don't know if the Lions are all that good. But what I do know is they believe in him, and they believe. And when you're putting that together and you go for it inside your own 20 that's just it's not about winning that game anymore that's what he understands it's not about beating the chiefs today you want to do it and you want to go to but it's not about that this is about the next game and the game after that and getting those guys to run through a brick wall for you and he was like let's do it we may not win this game but we're going to win more than we lose and one of the ways that I can prove to you that I believe in you is by this right here
4: so I, I actually agree with all of that. In the of 20 course years you do. I Why wouldn't you? you? It, might be, it might be the first good football, failing <laughs> football point you've made. Um, and, it you know, it reminded me of last year in game one of the season. I know you probably aren't familiar with it because you barely watch football. You're driving around, you know, and going to pumpkin patches and stuff. <laughs> but... Brian Dable, when he took over the Giants, game one, they scored a touchdown with like a minute left ostensibly to tie the game, and they went for two with Saquon uh-huh. and got it. Right. And it set the tone for the entire season. And I, you know, I think that the Lions. I, I like the. There are some fan bases I don't like at all. I like. I, I like every Lions fan I've ever met except for one. Yeah. And the. And they, the the I just I, – I do think that in football there is that at times, not always, at times, X's and O's greatness is overrated and motivational greatness yes. is underrated. And I think Dan Campbell obviously has motivational greatness and I think your guys' offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, has some pretty damn good – uh, X's and O's greatness well I think he his first year chance.
3: I think you're right I think his first year and then even into last year at the beginning I think uh, Dan Campbell put around him Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn uh, a lot of guys that were more like him and yes. he realized I think you know by losing and being a real first time head coach we're like okay I can't have all guys like me I'm going to need some X's yep. and O's guys here. Because if you watch Hard Knocks, those guys are fired up. Like, that team would run through a wall for them, but they, they didn't necessarily have a great scheme. So he's like, okay, let's keep Aaron Glenn, but let's bring in Ben Shubb. Let's bring in some X's and O's guys to help us. We'll put it on me and Aaron to motivate them, and then let's bring in some other guys.
4: No, I think that's right. I'm going to lose you guys again because I'm going over a bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I: have to Why are you going to jump it. off it? <laughs> <laughs> Why does going over
3: a bridge to lose, service? under? Right? I don't know if you're going to jump off it or not,? I, mean, I don't know.: Well yeah, Did that. you? I don't know last if you did minute. or not. Um, let me ask you this. Do you, and want, one. Do you want to um, I just Owen1. what have you done for me lately? Um, uh, do you want to uh, fire Kadarius Tony?
4: Do I want to what?
3: Fire him? Bench him? Not let him play again? I don't know. Send him to the Patriots.
4: Who? Kadarius Tony? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm good. He, he, I mean, he damn near won us the Super Bowl last year. He missed okay, all good. the training camp with an injury. He'll be fine. You know what? That's what I said really, too. I was really so
3: crazy about you know people just like he sucks. He costs us a game. Get rid of him. I'm like, it, it is like you know he did play great in the Super Bowl he hasn't practiced, and he had a bad game. Like, that happens. People have I bad love, games, you know?
4: And I love that Mahomes never stopped going to him. I and they said, said he trusts him in the paper. Yeah, I, I listen, I think Tony's good. Tony's injury-prone, but he's good. Just had a yeah. tough time for the worst game of his life. Do you think right, it was uh, big? Yeah,
3: no, don't leave yet. Do you think it was big? What was the bigger loss, Tyreek Hill or Juju?
4: Wait,
3: what? A bigger loss for the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill or Juju?
4: Tyreek Hill.
3: Yeah. I mean, clearly that's the answer, but man, I couldn't help but watch that game last night and think if they just had Juju, he's getting that first down. Yes, if Mahomes just Hill. had someone outside of you know, Travis Kelsey that could get that nine yards. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Tyree Kill wouldn't have gotten uh, 200 yards and four touchdowns, but man, do they miss that? And I know Travis Kelsey is coming back, but it was so obvious that they missed that guy that when Aiden Hutchinson is in Mahomes' face that he can just check down to. That's, it's you know, uh, that to me was a big missing part of the game. And I know Travis Kelsey covers that, but it was like, man, Juju could have covered that this year.
4: No, that's right. But I guess my point is I think that I understand what you're saying. They really miss Juju from last year, but the reason they really miss him is because they also don't have Tyreek Hill. Right,
3: I agree Um, with you, but but it's like they could win the Super Bowl without Tyreek. They proved it. Can they win the Super Bowl? And this is why it gets confusing to me. And I, and I go to you because of your great NFL knowledge, they can win the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill, but can they win the Super Bowl without just a consistent, check-down person that Mahomes knows, if the breakaway play isn't there, I can get 8, 10, 12 yep. with this person. It's almost like someone like Juju is more important because no, I, I have no doubt that they're going to be able to score from 80 yards out further into the season.
4: No, but the, you're right. But the answer to the question is that last year that wasn't Juju. It was Travis Kelsey. Right. Like, what but Juju played big
3: in spots and got those first downs, yeah. right? I mean, he was. And I'm just saying with
4: Kelsey out, they really miss Juju. Uh, correct. With Kelsey out, they really miss him. Um, no. All right, this call is going to drop, and I hate you. All right, uh-huh. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. See you, Nick church of laszlo it's time to doom scroll with slim eyes, What you don't know
0: could kill the you. order of hornets corpies
2: infected monkeys this is headlines on the church of laszlo
1: yo yo What's going on all right now we're uh, finishing up the uh the news here danny masterson he's the guy who was in that show that 70s show and we spoke to our old friend tony ortega about his uh, rape case Back when the first case was happening or first trial was happening, that ended up uh, being uh, what do they call it uh, deadlock mistrial. Uh, mistrial. Thank you. And so they retried him, which was fast. I kind of wondered how long that would take. In my mind, as soon as they said mistrial, and the prosecution said, "We're going to retry this guy. I thought, okay, well I, I just assume that sort of thing takes years, but it didn't. They did it almost immediately. They retried him. he was found guilty. And yesterday he was sentenced, and it's a pretty serious sentence.
2: Danny Masterson, who shot to fame in that 70s show and later convicted of raping two women at his Hollywood Hills home 20 years ago, was sentenced 30 years to life in prison Thursday. The deputy district attorney saying justice may have been delayed, but ultimately still served.
0: Somebody needs to be held accountable, despite the the length of the time.
1: 30 years, huh? 30 years to life. That's a significant sentence. I I mean... I, I don't know what the average is, and also the specifics of this exact conviction. We read through some of it after it happened, and there were multiple uh, – uh, I think there were multiple people that had, that he got convictions on, right? It wasn't just the one. I know there were some that – I think that maybe they said I they didn't have enough three. evidence. Was it three, though, that well, he was found guilty of? Yeah, and there was – I thought that there was someone who was in the trial that they were like, for this person, we don't necessarily – for this case or whatever, we don't have enough. For this instance, we yeah, don't have enough. Right. But uh, anyway, 30 years of life, that's a long time. I mean, I see people on these shows... You it's know, crazy to me. I'm not saying you don't
3: deserve it. It's crazy to me that, like, you know, you go to court once and nothing, mm-hmm. and then they bring you again, and it's 30 years of life. Like, yeah. uh, how do, I don't really understand how the legal system works, and it makes me somewhat angry. Not that he doesn't deserve it,
1: but... The, but you're saying he went from having not enough to convince 12 people to having enough to get him 30 It wouldn't life. be,
3: right, wouldn't... Just the idea of reasonable doubt, be that you couldn't convict me once? Yeah, I know. I get what you're like, saying. I feel
1: like if I was a lawyer, I'd just be like, well,
3: we went through a whole trial and 12 people couldn't agree that he was guilty. Yeah. So that's, re- by
1: definition, reasonable doubt. Right. We also don't know, at least I don't think we know, Maybe, actually maybe they did say, but a lot of times we don't know why the jury was deadlocked. Could it be that just someone didn't like... Uh, something about one of the specific things that was said or one of the things that was introduced to trial. And maybe the right. prosecution says, we'll get rid of that then next time around. Right. Because when we talk to the jurors afterwards, we realize this was the thing they were hung up on. Well, then we'll take that so charge like, out. The defense attorney we'll be like, yeah, okay, out.
3: well, let's bring that back up. Like, I, you know, I don't know how it works. I'm worked. saying
1: like, maybe they, maybe they say, we're not going to try and charge him with that particular right. story okay. anymore. Now, I don't know that that's what happened here. Maybe they say, hey, that was the thing that the juror or jurors who you said they couldn't convict last time got hung up on. So let's go with the other stuff this time and see what happens. I don't know, but I totally get what you're saying. It goes from not enough to convince these people or, you know, all of them sure. to enough to convict you. And then years. you got 30 like, it doesn't years. Feel right to to me. And it's just a really uh, interesting to compare things like these, these rape charges, which is obviously a very serious crime. I'm not downplaying that at all, but then to also see people who are convicted of homicide a lot of times, in a fairly aggressive way, you know, we're not right. talking about like some sort of accidental, non-premeditated manslaughter, but homicide, and they'll get similar sentences. So a lot of times, twenty years to life, right. uh, Twenty-five years. You know, th- he got thirty years. That if you told me someone got thirty years to life, what did they do? I would think they got convicted of homicide, and I would not think it was premeditated of some sort, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, at least certainly not a, a right. manslaughter conviction. So. I, I didn't follow the case that closely. I know Tony did. I know that there was stuff written about uh, what a lot of those accusers had said. I don't know a lot of the details. I don't think, Snow Cone, you read too much into this one either. I know that there were some kind of celebrity-adjacent names that were in there besides him. At yeah, least one of the, the Mars Volta. Uh, yeah, and I think, I think someone tired. else. I thought that there was maybe someone else in there. But You know, speaking of Masterson. Uh, Sharon Osbourne was on, it's hard to keep this straight, Kelly Clarkson has the talk show, right? Sharon Osbourne and Kelly Osbourne were on Kelly Clarkson's talk show. And they asked, who's the rudest celebrity? And I think she also asked, who's one that you owe an apology to? And any guesses at who Sharon Osbourne said the rudest celebrity was, since Mm -hmm. I'm bringing it up now? It's not Danny Masterson. The
0: guy that's
4: married to an actress, and he used to do that 70s show. Oh, Ashton Kutcher? Yes. Really? Ashton Kutcher.
0: Oh, rude, 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 rude little boy. Rude. Really? Yes. Dastardly little thing. A dastardly
1: little thing. Ashton Kutcher, does that surprise you guys? I don't know how many times she encountered Ashton Kutcher, but... If you're going to say publicly when someone says, who's the rudest celebrity, and you say it, she must have some good reason. I mean, she's been in the spotlight long enough to know that what she's, this will probably be talked about the next day, mm-hmm. and that the tabloids are going to talk about it, and they're probably going to ask, what happened between these two? Is there some sort of history? And she felt comfortable enough to say on TV, yeah, the, that guy from that 70s show who's married to the actress, Ashton Kutcher, I personally find him kind of annoying. I don't know if yeah, that makes yeah. him uh, rude in any way, shape, or form, but I don't know. I don't really like him, seems kind of pretentious. I've listened to him in interviews before and I'm just like, this guy, I don't like this guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now they said who do you, not that you guys care, I was more interested in the Ashton Kutcher thing, but they said who do you owe an apology to? She said she had talked trash on Justin Bieber. You've both Mm. had public
0: feuds over the years. Is there anyone you'd like to apologize to? Yeah, but I have apologized to him before and it's Justin Bieber because he did something and when I was doing another talk show, I said
4: he's really bad, and how can his parents let him do that? And I'm we like, who am I to say that he's bad? He's a kid. Leave him alone.
1: I'm sure she said, wasn't she on The Talk? Something The like other that. one? Because she, uh, she wasn't on The View, no. right? I think she was on Maybe. The Talk. I think I, she was on The uh, Talk.
0: Yeah.
1: but I could have that backwards. She was on one of those, and I think she was on it for a while, so I'm guessing that's what she's referring to. She must have said something about him on the show. But uh, when I see... Seventeen year olds, eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds celebrities messing up. I always kind of feel like oh. you know, especially when they say like the so and so got completely wasted, you know, was just going around being rude wherever like 18 or even like you know, right, 21 yeah. and super mm-hmm. famous, mm-hmm. I'm obviously aware that there are people who are very famous and young and can keep it together and don't do those things. But when someone doesn't, I do always consider age. I'm like, there's a big difference yeah, between I mean, a 20-year-old and a 19-year-old doing something crazy like that as a celebrity. Then at 55, you're like, look, man, come on, you're older, you should know better. It's, it's, it's true. Um, so anyway, I mentioned to you guys- Unless it's Busey. Unless it's Busey, right. Well, Busey... Uh, I don't think he knows but Exactly. I was trying to... I don't know for sure that he knows any better now than mm-hmm. he did when he was 19. A Peloton used to be in the news quite a bit because they got huge during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And everyone was talking about Peloton stock prices. And Nick used to talk about riding his Peloton around and... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it was this big story. That maybe it was just the, the stock for a while afterwards, but I felt like it was talked about in the news at least once a week. I haven't heard Peloton mentioned in a while, but they're back now for kind of a bad reason because there's a guy who died, and this happened a while ago, but these uh, reports are coming out because they're blaming his death on his Peloton bicycle. Now, I've heard of people being killed from exercise equipment before. There are those kind of stories out there, some of those uh, – Really scary things. I mean, Mike Tyson's daughter, right? Wasn't that on a treadmill when that cord got oh, wrapped around yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. Now, uh, when they said that this guy, they, they said warning, which is, you know, why I clicked on the story. This is extremely graphic uh, okay. details. of. I'm like, graphic details? Like, what, what
4: the could what happen happened? to
1: you on a Peloton? I'm thinking, like, did it fall off at standing? He actually biked it? He didn't have a back tire or does it? Like, I'm trying to think. Did yeah. the seat fall off or the thing went I have you no know idea what i mean what happened well it's uh it's pretty bad but uh, i mean it sounds like a freak
0: accident we turn it up tonight baby tonight peloton's popular exercise bike at the center of a disturbing lawsuit in a march filing by the family of ryan Furtado, they claim the 32 year old was doing a floor workout using the bike in his brooklyn home last january but when he grabbed the bike to help him get up the suit claims it spun around and hit him head on severing his carotid artery in his neck and killing him instantly. In an April court filing, Peloton said it was not liable and that negligence was to blame for Furtado's death.
1: So that's not totally clear. So he falls off of the bike, okay, okay, Okay. or he's on the ground at least, and then he goes to pick himself up and he uses the bike to pull himself up. So it sounds like he's grabbing the handle of the bike or something. Goes to pull himself up. With the help of the peloton, and he pulls the peloton down over on top of him. The peloton, something on the peloton—they don't say what—strikes him and severs his carotid artery. I mean, that's just a freak bleeds. accident. That's what I'm that saying. Happen? That sounds like or like a, freak a pedal or accident. something,
3: like something right. sharp. Like I can't. What? The corner of the monitor. I can't think of like what would do that. Right. The corner and, of the monitor. The and,
1: pedal. Now, his mom is the one who uh, filed the the lawsuit, so I'll read you here. She's talking about um, that he's doing this core workout, so he's on his, you know, I guess doing, like, squats or something, right, or on his back, whatever. Sit-ups. I don't know. I don't exercise, obviously. As he's getting up off the floor, he goes to grab the bike. She says here, the bike spun around and impacted him on his neck and face, severing his carotid artery in his neck, killing him almost instantly. So it doesn't say what part of the bike, but pedal is a good guess. It had to have been something sharp enough, and it just sounds to me like a... I mean, it is. It's a freak accident. It's a freak accident, but how how is Peloton? Now, if they can... Maybe they'll say, hey, here's the details. This thing shouldn't have been like this. Companies know better. There's other companies that make stationary bikes, and they know to not have whatever piece of metal this is exposed, and okay, maybe you could convince me. But otherwise, if you're just I mean, how many people have died of it? Right, exactly. Peloton, one, you know? that—that's the thing. And you're talking about using it for something that it wasn't supposed to be useful, which is to pick purpose. yourself up off the floor. Yeah. Right. If this happened while you were riding and you slipped and it hit, then I could much more see of course. it. Still might sound like a freak but accident, but you got this. Just sounds like you pulled the bike down. That would be like yeah, you weren't using it for its intended purpose. Exactly. It's almost like you were a mover for a while. So I'm going if you were delivering one of these things mm-hmm. and you fell and it fell on top of you. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't say, "Well, there's it's a flaw Peloton's with the uh, Peloton. Yeah. You you dropped it." And then finally, the uh, the chip challenge, the one chip challenge, oh, is right. it? Isn't it Pocky's? Pocky, is it Pocky. Yeah. Okay, P a q i. Think it's oh, yeah. I want to say, yeah, P a q u i. Oh, I thought it was could a be could be. A, no, you could be right. Pocky, the one chip challenge. I've seen it every time I'm at Walgreens. Yeah. the line there, they've got those the, the boxes. I, them I think I yeah. got them at the gas station too. I've never tried it. I didn't know. I assume that you're more likely to have uh, known someone to try it if you have teenagers. It seems something your kids would want to try, Dad. Let's try the one-chip challenge. Can we try one of these? But you've never done it. They never never asked me. They never bought Mm -hmm. one. They've talked about kids doing it in a lunchroom or whatever, yeah. I sort of remember that being a thing on, I assume, TikTok, where it was showing people doing this. And I remember thinking then, like, I don't know how hot this is, but if it's hot enough that they're selling one at a time in a box, I I could see someone getting very sick or something, right? And they say, this is not intended for kids and it's not allowed on school. And I'm guessing on the box it did say that this is not allowed yeah, for I kids. Assume. I would just assume. We had a bottle of hot sauce that someone dropped off one time 20 years ago. And the, I won't say the name of it. But they're like, hey, you know, uh, this stuff's awesome. You should try it. And I kind of forgot about it. Lazo had me just barely touch it, you know, to my tongue. And it burned so bad. I was at the faucet trying to get the stuff out of my mouth. And then... Uh, maybe a month or two later, somehow that little bottle of hot sauce had made it into one of those little bins that we would take with us to remotes. We went okay. to go oh, yeah, broadcast live somewhere. Yeah. And there was a guy who came around all the time, brought his kids, a nice guy. He saw it. He was like, oh, can I try that? I was like, uh, sure. I was, you know, I, I was like, it's really hot, though. That's, I barely touched it. You know, So he took a little tiny swig of it. He claimed, when I saw him the next time, that that caused blisters on mm. his on the Oof. insides of his lip and uh. tongue. I don't know if that's possible or not, but I know that it didn't, you know, it's not something that sounds comfortable. Now, they're saying that this kid, a 14 year old, tried the one chip challenge and died. Very now, quiet. we first meet him. Not a child of many words. Very sm- Smiled. Very positive. So it was it was definitely difficult.
4: It could cause
2: difficulty with breathing. I think it could cause issues with the esophagus
1: uh okay yeah i get all that so you're having a hard time breathing maybe even you start coughing there's a viral video of a couple girls for some reason i, I remember this they're in bikinis were they trying yeah. the one chip yeah. challenge were they yeah. trying hot sauce what were they trying I remember that oh one. they were trying to eat a pepper they're trying to eat one of those pepper. ghost peppers right yeah, that's know, what they yeah. were doing and the girl starts freaking out yes yeah. and i remember thinking like that could probably kill you like think if you they went couldn't. to the hospital in that video yeah that makes sense i mean they look like they were in bad bad shape yeah but if it's a chip that's you know it's it's a snack food that's sold at the store. It says uh, it was a viral food trend on social media. You just eat this one spicy t- uh, chip, and it uses the, the Reaper pepper, right? Uh-huh. The Carolina Reaper Carolina pepper. Reaper, right. So following an uptick in minors consuming the product uh, against the package's warning, including this 14-year-old boy who has now died after eating the chip, they said uh, that they will no longer be doing this. I'd like to know, do you... Um, because I've heard that dogs can die if you give them spicy food because they'll stick their tongue really? out and try and cool themselves and they can, uh, mm. uh, you know, like run out of oxygen, okay. whatever. What's okay. the term I'm looking for? I don't know. They can oxygen. hyperventilate. Would that be hyperventilating? No, yeah, but anyway, it, it, it can't. I don't know if that's true. It's probably one of those things like if your dog eats chocolate, it's definitely gonna die or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, your dog can't eat these right, foods, right, right. but I've heard that and I it logically I thought, okay, that makes sense. They don't understand why their tongue is burning they're sitting there panting and then eventually they right maybe yeah. have a heart attack or whatever but how does it kill a 14 year old i have no idea basically. you wouldn't think it would if the kid was in high school sophomore and the family members i wouldn't even think it would be possible him to passed kill him. out right so i mean are you just hyperventilating is that what if happens if you try and
3: throw it up and you choke like, i mean that
1: like, i could see and that happens with these stories a lot where they say this yeah, thing killed him and then makes you, you find out later you, exactly choke on your choke vomit, vomit. Yep. John Bonham style? Stuff like that happens, and the headline is always, this food or this product or whatever right. kills someone or someone dies because of this. And then when you read through it, you're like, oh. Like the cinnamon challenge. Kids died doing that, right? Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure they did because they, huh. they I- inhaled the cinnamon yeah. and they ended up uh, choking on it. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, if you want to do the one-chip challenge, I guess your chances are about over unless you happen to run into one at the... They're done, they're off the shelves? They said they're they're pulling the one-chip challenge, so oh. I don't know if that means that they're gone now or they're just not going to restock those shelves, but they're done. I was never interested. You know, so. you do that when you're younger, and, and then you try something like that, stuff that you gave me. Sure. You said try this, I'm like, that's not fun at all. I would not
3: buy it every day at 7-Eleven and be like, oh, I should try that, and I, I just never did. And I, I thought Maybe it's because I'm there in the morning.
1: I Seems like a lot know. in the morning,
3: right? Yeah, that's too yeah. much. Like in the at morning. night you may be like, eh. Yeah. You got a few pops in you." Yeah. yeah, let me try that. Yeah.
1: Something about it being one tortilla chip too. It wasn't like a hot sauce that says this is not designed to be eaten on its own. Right. This was a chip and they're challenging. I thought you. it was so I thought, interestingly enough, I was also like it's like 4 bucks for one chip. Right, that's yeah. the other thing. That I mean, talk about a good profit margin. I yeah, would assume. Seriously. Marketing just putting that thing each one in an individual little box and then yeah. saying, "Hey, dare you to do this?" Right. But you got to think novelty. that from the beginning there had to have been a bunch of lawyers who like this is risky. Yeah, you're daring I mean, people to eat this one chip. On and
3: it, I'd assume. Yeah,
1: so like uh, make sure kids are careful with the uh, hot stuff. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. Whatever. I think we're out of time. Right. That's it. We're done. We ran out the clock. Yeah, we ran out the clock. We did. We did. Yep. It's all over. It's all over. I get to go get a pick six. Yes, you get to go get your pick. Six. Going to
3: Lion's Choice, man. That roar mm-hmm. in my stomach. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, sounds good. All I right. mean,
3: earlier today I said I was hungry, but I was just faking it. You know how it goes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You fake it a lot. Well, you know, mm-hmm. all right. I mean, I'm just trying to do my thing. I don't want to bring bad juju. We got to the show you. On the just weekend. say good I want you show to guys. whoever. Yeah, good right? show, Aiden Hutchinson. Stay positive, kids.
0: The Church of Laszlo.
2: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?